My name is Gabe Harper, and I live in Atlanta, Georgia. This is my colleague who lives in Washington State. This is Todd. Uh, Todd, he, is, he flew down to be a help to me for uh, this conference. And so we are going to tag team. I'm going to give you a highlight, an overview of Logos 9, go over some features. Logos 9, we, we are on the ninth version. And um, so before we get started, can I ask a volunteer, somebody to lead us in a word of prayer, if you don't mind? Anybody feel that? Sure, thank you. Heavenly Father, as we come together today to study Logos and its application to ministry, we just ask that you will help us to be able to learn things that, that can help us to be effective reach out to others as we share the gospel, as we present the truths of the word of God. I pray that you'll be with us in this way, and I pray all of this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for that prayer. Um, just by a quick show of hands, how many of you already currently have Logos 9? Logos 9. How many of you have a version of Logos 9, but you don't know what you have? Logos 8. 8. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so we answer all personal questions, one on one, and. And everything that um, the company may do once they come out with a new version, I'll explain what that is and. Um, and how you can still benefit even though there are new uh, versions that come out uh, with a price tag on it. Um, but let's just go ahead and jump into Logos 9. And um, probably about for 30 minutes, I will give some insight on some nice, cool features that I believe that you all can take back home and learn. And, um, and then after that, we'll go through some questions uh, that you may have, something that you've seen, that something that you're working on, and uh, we'll go from there. Come on in. Uh, but for the sake of brevity, listen, let me go over this first, this toolbar period, this entire toolbar, starting from the homepage all the way over, okay? So this house right here, this is just home. And when you click on this button right here, it's going to take you to either the home screen or it will take you to what you have already open. For, for example, I have open the passage guide of Luke 4.16 already because that's what I'm going to go over. But if nothing was there, it would be a blank screen. So that's just a home button, you know, like it's flip up and flip down. This right here, this is your library. These are your books. Hello. Y'all come on in. Make yourself at home. Um, this is where you will find all your resources. Right now, I have over 2,000 resources on my personal work computer, and it breaks it down into the different types of book, the commentaries, the Bibles, the journals, the sermons, uh, all of that. So this is where you can come, and you just can click on uh, your library icon and say if you were just looking for it, perhaps a specific commentary, you know, you can just type it in here, and Logos thinks for you. You can put in a title. You can put in the author's name. You can just put um, perhaps a book, anything, and Logos is going to show you what resources you have once you type that in. 
I'm also going to talk about Factbook. Factbook came out on Logos 8, I believe. And um, it is a cool feature that basically we would like to, um, when you think about going to Google, find your facts or find a research, we like to say Factbook is perhaps I will Google search per se. And you can go to Factbook and you can type in a, you know, a topic, you can type in a theme, you can type in perhaps uh, a passage and you can just click this arrow and I'm, I'm gonna go over that shortly. We'll go over Factbook. But the easiest thing, don't miss this. If you don't, if you don't take this away, you missed everything, okay? If you wanna learn how to use logos at its most simplistic level, all you have to do is go to this go box. It's called a command box. We call it the go box. It's in this box you can type in a passage. Repeat after me, passage, passage. Topic. topic, and then you can click go. That's it. Man, you can go, go. <laughs> Just click go. If you miss that, if you cannot get that down, we're gonna have to have a one-on-one -on -one consultation. <laughs> All right, I can't, it can't get no easier than that. Okay, so whatever you're preaching this forthcoming Sunday, whatever message you need to prepare for your Bible study, your virtual class, whatever you're doing, passage or topic, click go. Logos is going to pull up everything that's within your library right up front in the passage guide. I'm going to go over the passage guide for you. All right, next one, this is Docs. Docs is where all of your work is stored within Logos. It's like the Microsoft um, per se, save as, and when you go to all your files, this is where your files and things will be saved as in docs. The next one you have is your guides. How I like to explain this is your guides, I, I feel like the guides, it's the pillar. It is the weight of logos. It's what holds it up. These are the most important features, I believe, that holds the weight of logos, the counseling guide. We can talk about any counselors in the building, the passage guide, which I believe is the number one most important guide that's going to help you, you know, understand a passage and give you all the information you need in the passage guide. You have a theology guide, right? Explores the theological topics, the exegetical guide, steps through a passage in the original languages word by word, a topic guide, collects information from your library about a topic, expository sermon, you can build a workflow. Anybody ever worked on a workflow yet in Logos 8, Logos 9? Anybody? Workflows. I'll show you how you can do that. Then you have the Bible study. Then you have a biblical person. All of this is important for you to understand. You have access to this. It doesn't matter if you have Logos 8 or if you have Logos 9. You have these guides. These guides give you different nuances that you can use uh, when you are preparing to study. Last and uh, not far from least, is the tools. Tools, this is all the cool stuff. This is where you're going to come and you can just um, click on tools. I mean, you got the Atlas, you got the Canvas, Faith Life Assistant. Faith Life Assistant is similar to like Siri. You know, Siri, can you turn on, you know, a certain song or something? You can talk to Faith Life Assistant and say, can you open up Psalms 23? Can you go to Luke 4.16? It did a search for you. It can find things. Sometimes it works. Make sure your background music is off. Nobody is talking, but, you know, that's Faith Life Assistant. It highlights for you. Your media, all of your graphics. We have hundreds and thousands of graphics within the media you can use for your PowerPoint presentations, you know, even your notes, whatever notes that you want to keep within Logos. It's right here. You can have all of your notes. 
All right? So if you want to read, if you want to jot something down, you can just click on New Note and create one. And you can title it the passage you're studying, the message title, uh, whatever it is. But you have notes and tools. Then you can just keep scrolling down. All the content, guide editor, media, notes, sentence di um, diagrammer, sermon builder, sermon manager. I'll talk about those shortly. Copy Bible verses, explore, passage analysis, text comparison. These are typical features that many of us don't go to and use because we don't go up under twos to know that these are features that can truly help your Bible study and sermon preparation or even just your knowledge. Text comparison. When you look at the references, you got the Bible browser, Bible uh, sits lexicon, the concordance. How many of y'all know you, we have a concordance inside of Logos? You know, that's right here at your fingertips. You can use that. We also have courses. When you purchase a, um, a library, Logos 8 Gold or Diamond or Logos 9, come with that, it comes courses. These are professional courses that has been taught, that has been downloaded within Logos, and you can use, and you can, um, and you can watch courses right here at a fingertip by just clicking continue, and you'll see what you have within your library, all right? That's called courses. There's so much more. You can look up. You've got the library, social, utilities. Now, th this, these are the fun things. This is called interactive media. I'm going to talk about this later on in my presentation. But let me just show you one to just uh, grab your attention, like before and after, right? This here is a picture, is a depiction, right, of what I should say, um, which one was that? Let me go back. This is Jerusalem, all right? So that's Jerusalem. This is a depiction of what Jerusalem looks like today. Let me widen this. And if you was to take your mouse, hover over this white bar, and drag it back, we give you a picture of what Jerusalem looked like in biblical antiquity. All right? Before, after. That's before and after. That is up under twos. When you go to twos, just scroll down. It's called before and after. B-A-B-S. Right? And so you can get that along with, like when I click back, you can get that about the Ephesus Theater. Right? Jericho, Jerusalem. You can just play around with this. And I'm, I'm telling you, this will really, I believe, engage young adults, Bible studies, students, things of that nature. Yes, sir. Is there any way to port this to this presentation? Um, I don't know. Do you know that or not? With the, the before and after? Yeah. yeah. I, I don't believe so right now, but I know that's been talked about. Okay. Yeah. I think it's just regular videos and still images that you can do that with. Yeah. Okay. So that's before and after. I tell you that's cool. Another one, since we're on it, might as well stay there. Uh, it's called Psalms Explorer. This here is my personal favorite Um interactive. These are called interactive media. This is Psalms Explorer. Now, um, what I love about this is, is when I click on book, it breaks down all the different books through Psalms for you, right? It breaks it down by the author of the Psalms as well. This page uh, is it's a little small. Um, if it was on your laptop, it'd be more condensed. It, look, it wouldn't look so jumbled up. Then it breaks it down even by the structure of the Psalms. 
even the genre of the Psalms. Look at how many chapters in Psalms are written about lament. So now you see why we, when we go to the hospital, when we visit the sick and the shut-in or whatever, we go to Psalms. All those chapters in um, Psalms are about lament. You got praise, you got trust, you got the hymns, right? And so you can take that, but then you can put it back in order and watch this. Say if you was looking for a passage of scripture in Psalms dealing with prayer, you can click on prayer. Lobos is going to tell you it's 70 books in Psalms that's dealing with prayer. Second of all, say if you was looking for a passage that's dealing with prayer and God's faithfulness. Logos is going to say there are 32 books specifically dealing with prayer and God's faithfulness. And let's just add one more thing. Let's just say if you was looking for God's power, you got prayer, you got God's faithfulness, you have God's power. Logos says there are 10 books specifically that I can, that we can pull up that's dealing with those three themes. And you have an option to open it up Psalms 18, Psalms 28, 33, 61, 71, 86, 89. But my favorite one is Psalm 61. This is what I close my presentations with. Here it is. Oh, God, listen to my cry, hear my prayer. That's New Living Translation Version. Some of y'all may not read New Living Translation Version. Guess what Logos allows you to do? Come up here to this arrow. Click on it. Guess what? All of your different Bible translations right here. And you can change it just by click of a button. King James, just that quick. Right? You have all of them right here. So those are interactive media. That's interactive media. While I'm on this page, I'm just going with the flow. I wasn't even going this route, but I'm flowing. Um, this is what you call a sermon builder. How many of y'all have ever written a sermon inside of Logos before? Anybody? Built the sermon. Okay? A few hands. So let me just show you, it's really not difficult, right? It's not, you just got to play around with it, practice it, right? So let me just open up a new window and show you. I'm going to copy and paste some things, and I'm going to show you how you can literally um, build a sermon in Logos right quick. Let's see. Okay. So this is a sermon. This is the real message that I preached uh, Palm Sunday at my father's church in North Carolina. The king is coming, setting him up for Easter uh, Resurrection Sunday. Uh, I'm sorry. I, you know, I'm, you know, I'm a Baptist boy. I apologize. I'm just, um, hopefully I can flow free in my teaching. Um, so, but nevertheless, um, the king is coming. I, this is the real message. Uh, but if indeed you was to ever want to try to build a sermon in Logos, watch this. Come over here to a new window. You can put in your title. But what you have to be in is the edit. Like this orange button right here, this, this, this orange line, it signifies if it's under text, if it's under slides, if it's under handout, if it's under questions. But to start it and to start doing your work, you have to be in the edit mode. Then you can come here, and then it says heading one. Well, your headings can all be modified and changed right here, right? So you got normal. The normal box is just the regular type Microsoft Word. You can type in your introduction right here, you know, got my intro, and then you can copy. Say You can have this already written out in your Microsoft Word. You can just bring it over and paste it in here. Like, for example, let me come back to here. 
Let me grab my intro right here. Let me grab this. All right. Copy it. Let me bring it over to this one. And it's just this simple. I'm going to paste it. There you have it. So you can already have a message written already out. And you're ready to go. You just want to now put it in logos. Well, that's my intro. So guess what else I can do? Now that's my intro. Come down to the end of it and say if I'm ready to put in a heading. Right? So this is my heading. Let me go grab my heading over here. This is my first point. The preparation for the king. Verses 1 through 2, 6 through 7, verse 8. Right? Let me grab that. Copy it. Bring it over to my heading. Can I paste that? There it is. Guess what just happened? Not only did I just paste it, Logos put up a PowerPoint presentation for me right here. It puts up a slide beside of your heading. Right? And so you're knocking out two things, two birds, two stones. What is it? Two birds? One stone? Yeah. That's what you're doing. Put in the point. Boom. Now I got my PowerPoint slide. Right? Now, so guess what? Say if I wanted to add a question. Right? What if I wanted to add a question? I can come over here, skip down, and say if I wanted to add, um, what was What was the preparation like? What did they do to prepare for Jesus? I can highlight this, and then if I want to make it a question and put it in the handout for the question, I'm going to click this box right here. Y'all follow me? Right. Whenever you want to add a question, you want to click this box right here. Right? Now it's going to highlight that green. You can't see it, but it's a green. So when I come up here and I go to questions, guess what? The king is coming. Gabe Harper, there go the question. My point is, you can have a sermon handout, one thing, and then you can create a question handout. And every question that you list in your sermon, you can highlight it, and literally you can just share the questions for your parishioners, for your small group, to go back home and study whatever they want to do. All right? Question. Now, I preach from my iPad. Yes, sir. So a way that this can be represented through the, the, the uh, iPad version of Logos? Yes. So once I finish this, I'm going to click preach mode. Mm -hmm. Preach mode came out in Logos 9. The preach mode, you can literally text yourself, email yourself, and it'll pop up right on your mobile device or your iPad, and you can, you can modify. I'm going to show you how that looks in one hot second. Okay. All right? So... My point is, you can have questions. Uh, you can have the handout. This is the handout. You can have the questions. These are all your slides. Logos create slides for you, right? You have the text, and you have the edit, right? So watch this. The preach mode that I'm talking about, and hopefully 
it'll do it because you got to be connected to Wi-Fi when it comes to preach mode. So I'm going to click preach mode. Yes, Wi-Fi is working. Guess what happens? This now goes to Sermon Writer, api.logos.com. Ladies and gentlemen, all you have to do is highlight this link, copy it, text it to yourself, email it to yourself. You can preach that sermon right off your mobile device. Guess what preach mode allows you to do? Time yourself. Anybody still need timers? Right? Long-winded preachers, you need about you need you need something in your face blinking. You got five minutes. Well, logos does that for you. Okay. It gives you flash warnings. All right. You can start that timer. Right? And then it says, Well, I'm gonna give you grace. If you need an extra five or ten minutes, we're gonna give it to you as well. Okay, we give that to you under the time. Then logo says, Do you want your PowerPoint slides beside you or do you not? Watch this. This button right here. These, this is your slide button right here. These three squares. That means PowerPoint, with or without. That's without, that's with. You can have this right on your mobile device while you're preaching. Then you can modify. It's not like Microsoft Word. However, we do give you enough to modify it to your liking. Do you want to scroll or do you want page numbers? Bottom right, right? Scroll or page numbers. Then you have font. We got three little nice pretty fonts for you, right? So you can choose right there. Then you got the font size. Double X. How many of y'all need double X font size in here? Double X, double X. I'm, at, I'm, I'm about large. I still got some youth in me. Line spacing. You got single space. One and one half. You got double space, okay? Margins. You want tight, normal, loose, right? And then some of you all may know about our software system that's called Proclaim. Anybody ever heard of Faith Life Proclaim? You can link this with Proclaim as well, and you can use that in your presentation. I just literally gave you a small highlight of how you can build sermons and logos. When you're ready to go, you can click preach. It takes you to a link. You can preach right off your mobile device. Now, but let me get to some other good stuff. All right. So you remember when I said you can type in a passage and then just click go? Watch this now. So let's go to Luke. Luke 4, 16. And what you want to do whenever you are typing in a passage or a topic, you can click go, nothing wrong with it, or you can click open passage study layout. All right? You can click that. Or you can say, I want to open up the fact book to Jesus encounters opposition in Nazareth. Logos is giving you all of these options. You can click on either one of them. But to get what I'm talking about, you want to open it up in a passage study layout. Okay? So Logos is thinking. All that movement of the screen was seconds. Logos just pulled up 30 to 40 hours of Bible study sermon preparation for you in seconds. We're going to give you commentaries. Right? Application Bible notes, the concise, exegetical, expositional, homiletic, study Bibles, right? Then we can, we can give you the type of commentaries, right? You want the denomination, you want the author, you want to buy series, you want to prioritize it, you want to buy error, right? This was new. This came out, Logos 9. We're going to give you the error in which the commentaries are written in. Uh, you can get the types of commentaries, as I just went over. You can get the, the denominations uh, when it comes to commentaries. So we have different... Um, you can put it in different themes to find what commentary you're looking for. Let's keep scrolling. 
Systematic theologies. We have them here. We have biblical theologies that you can study about. Culture concepts. What I love about the culture concepts within Logos is we're going to give you information of what was going on in the text of that day, right? That's going to help save you some time. Am I right about it? Gaining information right at right right here at your fingertips that you can read about the culture of that day. Then you have important passages. In other words, Logos is saying we're going to give you some important passages that's closely related to Luke chapter 4, verse 16. And these are the one that you are, these are the passages of scripture that you want to pay attention to. And we list them for you. All right here. This is why it's important to go to the passage guide. Let's keep going. Furthermore, we have important words. Anybody in here speak Greek or Hebrew fluently? Anybody? Ah, <laughs> uh, speak. So the thing about logos is we will help you pronunciate Greek and Hebrew, right? So rather embarrassing yourself saying the, the word love is agape, we all know it's what? Agape. All right? And so my point is we're trying to help you from not embarrassing yourself virtually on Sunday mornings and trying to speak these words when all you got to do is just okay. just click the word. Right? Iotha. Anistemi. Truffle. You get my drift, right? Logos gives you Greek, Hebrew, pronunciation, and not only do we give you the pronunciation of the word, now you can come over here and click this arrow, right? And you can find out more information about the synagogue. You can click on the actual, and you can get the lemma of it. I mean, the BDAG, all of these different commentaries. You can really do word studies of one word in Logos. You can go deep if that's what you want to do. Or you can just keep it real simple and get what you need and keep it moving, okay? That's what you call important words. Can I keep going? I'm almost done with the passage guy. Listen, this is thematic outlines. I'm trying to keep my presentation upbeat because I know you're tired. You had lunch. This is the first session after lunch. You're yawning. You're a little something. So I'm not going to try to bore you or hold you long, okay? Passage, uh, this here is your thematic outline. Whenever you come up against maybe a t you're, you're in a crunch, you need some content, you need to prepare for a Bible study, you need something you can come to thematic outlines in the passage that you are thinking about, and Logos will give you different thematic outlines based upon Luke 4 and 16. These here are the themes. And so say if you just wanted to talk about, you know, the mercy of Jesus Christ or Jesus Christ as a prophet. Let's just click on this. Logos gives you a synopsis. It gives you the examples we give you points. We give you the scripture to back it, the Samaritan woman, the witness of Jesus Christ, the miracles, all of this. This is an entire thematic outline. You may find benefits of it. You may not. But if you wanted to use this, watch this. Click copy. And when you click copy, Logos is going to open up. Come on, work with me. Work with me. Work with me. Let's do it this way. Let me open it up. Now let me go back, and when I click copy, there you go. Sometimes it works with Microsoft not having to be open. Sometimes you have to open it, but for this sake, open up a Microsoft Word, keep it blank. If you wanted to use it, click copy, and guess what? This entire thematic outline 
is now in Microsoft Word for you. And you can use it however you would like to use it. You can modify it, you can add your application, your illustration, all of that. This is right here, you can use it. Now, while I'm on the copy and paste situation, some of you all may know this, some of you may not. You can take a quote, you can take a passage, I don't wanna copy all that. You can take anything from one of your resources. Let's just say you're in one of these commentaries, you're in school, you're writing a paper, and you need to quote something. Come over here, click copy, come back to Microsoft Word, put it in your paper, we automatically cite references for you, okay? So Logos cites references. Well, Gabe, what type of citations does Logos have within them? Well, I'm so glad you asked. Go to preferences, right? You can come to citation style, you see it? Here we go. Look at all these different citations. I used Terabian when I was in school. I don't know what y'all use, but here it is. These are the ones that Logos has to offer, and I pray and trust we can help you save some points on your paper. All right? There you go. Now, so that was passage guide. That is thematic outline. You got the themes. You can find themes within Logos. You got cross-references right here at your fingertips. You got topics. Biblical events, biblical things, right? You have biblical people, biblical places, illustrations, atlases. Ladies and gentlemen, that's just passage guide. That's why I say start with passage guide when you are preparing for your sermon, your Bible study, or just regular personal devotion. Passage guide will be a blessing to you. Now, let me close this out real quick. I want to expand this, and I want to show you something. Well, let me X this out. I want to show you Factbook. Factbook, similar to Google, we need facts. We need information, right? In Luke 4.16, the word proclaim was in there. Say if you wanted to find out some more information on proclaim. What is proclaim? Logos is going to give you key passages on this word, proclaim. Psalms 19 and 1, Psalms 52, 9. So you get key passages. Then you get biblical senses. To proclaim in the verb is to state or announce something formally and authoritatively. Right? So you got the biblical senses of it. You got the, you got the verbs, the nouns, all of that. Then you get the dictionaries. We give you content. You give you sermons all within Logos, and then we give you options about resources that you may have that you may not have uh, within Logos. Uh, Todd, in a few minutes, prepare as I prepare to transition to come and do what uh, we discuss shortly. Um, let me show you not only the fact book, but I also want to show you Counseling Guide. This is one of the most important new features that we've had. And say if you wanted to counsel a couple dealing with marriage, Right? And so now you have communication, dealing with marriage. We'll give you a summary. All of this information, marital communication is a process that can be uh, best understood and analyzed in its five parts. And we give you this content, right? It's from a resource that we have within our library, but we use it in our features like the counseling guide. And so that's why it's important to make sure you're upgrading to the latest version 
like Logos 9 because our biblical resources work within the features of our software. We pull the resources and they work with our features within Logos. And that's why it's important to make sure you upgrade. Is it warm in here? Yes. Okay. Maybe we can let somebody know on the outside. They can turn it up. Somebody want to help us do that. And so that's the counseling guide. The counseling guide, you have that access as well. If you wanted to do a biblical person, a biblical person, if you wanted to study, you know, on a life of Jesus, you can just type in Jesus. You're going to get all the facts. You, I mean, I'm sorry. This is a workflow, so you can get a workflow step-by-step step on how to study Jesus. You can study a biblical person by just typing it in. This is the workflow that I was referring to. So Logos gives you the steps of how to work through the flow of studying a person, research a person, locate related Bible verses. We're going to give you that within Logos. Research original language words related. We're going to give you that right here, all the Greek. That's within this workflow. It's working for you, right? Research a person's in dictionaries. Logos is going to give that information right here. We're going to have all the dictionaries about Jesus at your fingertips. You can study. Identify and evaluate a person's, a person's character. That information is right here. And guess what? You can record your observations. You can keep this information. You type in your answers, and you can keep this. This is your workflow. And share insights from your study, right? And you can share it. You can email it to yourself. Whatever you need to do from this workflow. And workflows, you can do it by person. You can do it by, um, let me open it up right quick, biblical person. You can do it by theme, even if you wanted to type in the theme. It's right here. This is what a workflow is. This is new. I'm going to show you one more cool thing about workflows after I show you this. This is a biblical theme study for faith. Examine the dictionary entries of the theme. Examine Bible verses. Review thematic outlines. All of this information right here. This is what you call a workflow. Last but not least, I want to show you how you can create your own workflows. Many of you, you are pastors in the room, you're teachers, and you have your style. You have your method of writing and preparing for your sermons. So say, for example, say if you had 10 or 20 students in your room and you wanted to teach them your way, your style of preparation, you can do and create a new workflow. It could be a workflow that you title your name, your, your passage sermon, I mean, your passage that you want to break down or your sermon, your sermon preparation, whatever it is, you can build your own workflow within Logos. You give it a name, you give it a title, and you can write out the steps of how you would like them to study within your workflow. I want to see if there's one more thing that I would like to show you. If you don't know, Logos has inductive Bible studies, right? We have this for you that you can use as well. You can click on it, and we'll take you through your inductive Bible study. Say if we want to do Luke 4, I mean anything, Luke 6, right? We're going to give you, it's going to observation, the interpretation, and they give you all of these steps right here. Let me see, can I expand this to show you all the steps it gives you? Evaluate the type of literature, examine the cultural context, examine the historical context, 
Ladies and gentlemen, Logos helps you dive deeper into the light of God's word. We save you time. We make it simplistic for you. You just have to be able to find the information. I know it may be difficult for some. Let me go over this PowerPoint presentation. I'm going to open it up for Q&A, and we can be able to assist you. In a minute, my colleague Todd is going to come up and explain some other things to you, how things, uh, how you can uh, bring some packages together. But let me just go over with you what Logos has to offer. So again, we are on Logos 9. Some of you may have Logos 8, 7, 6, 5, 4. Uh, but we want to get you to the ninth edition. Monthly payment options available. We have various languages, not just Spanish, not just English. But we have multiple different, uh, very, um, different languages. So we have a special going on. The first special is if you were just to buy any package, you get 15% off. If you just to buy one package, 15% off. But if you wanted to purchase another package in a different language, or if you want um, to get an SDA library, which we have, and then you wanted to get a standard library, the second library is going to be 50% off, equal or less of value, all right? So the first one, Todd here better explain is 50% off, then you can purchase a different one. Some of you, I have, like, when I went to a SDA conference back in December in Huntsville, I only brought three to four different libraries that was all SDA, right? But then it was like, well, what, what other resources do you have other than SDA? They wanted standard. They wanted just an overall view of resources, and that's what we have on this sheet. When you take a look at this, one side is SDA, bronze, silver, gold. On the back, it is standard. This is what we sell to everybody. It's not a denominational bin. This is just what everybody will get, right? And so you can get one, flip it over. If you want to get another one, it's 50% off, and we'll help you uh, build that as well. All right, let me go through this. You can also go online to logos.com forward slash SDA called. You can take a picture of that. The discount ends Friday on the 24th. You can, you can get your discount online as well. Logos.com forward slash SDA called. <clears throat> Todd, can they do that by themselves online, or we have to give them that 50% off? Yeah, you're not going to be able to get the 50% piece. If you buy one library for 15% off online, you can do that. But if you want the 50% discount, we'll have to do that for you. So keep that in mind. This is only for one library, 15% off, not the special. Let me go over this right quick, and I'll answer uh, the questions. Free mobile ed course with a purchase of a base package. We have dark mode as well, if anybody need dark mode. That was new. Bronze, SDA. This is a basic bronze. This is not for pastors. This is not for leaders. The bronze, I would be, I would suggest for a beginner in Logos, and you just want a basic Bible study. If you are a leader, pastor, teacher, this is not for you. 536 special event price, $47 a month for 14 months. Silver, okay, that's a word study. Print book value, close to uh, $11,000. You can get it for $63 a month for 16 months or pay it off with 15% off for $850. That's the SDA silver, okay? SDA gold, this is one of the highest ones that we have here for SDA, I believe. And the print book value is close to $17,000, 13, 18 special event, 
$76 a month for 20 months. That's the SDA gold. Um, can you let them know a little information about what they can get within the SDA gold, some highlights of that? Yeah, and, and I'll, I'll go ahead and tell you a little bit about the, the combo special because that's really where your value lies uh, uh, with the packages. So the SDA Gold, you're gonna get um, some really great commentaries. With any package, you're getting a variety of resources, Bible translations, commentaries, dictionaries, theologies, Old New Testament studies, Greek and Hebrew resources. That's another reason why you really wanna be at silver or higher, because that's where you're gonna to start to see those language resources. As Gabe said, that SDA Gold, that's gonna get you um, uh, a lot of really great conservative evangelical resources. Not everything in there is SDA, but a lot of it is. You're gonna get the SDA commentary with the SDA Gold. You're gonna get the, um, uh, the LNG White Library, her complete writings in that SDA Gold as well. And uh, like Gabe said, for, for, for SDA Gold, 76 a month. Here's where the conference special comes in. You get that second package for 50% off. If you went with SDA Gold, plus the Standard Gold. Standard Gold is gonna add the Pillar New Testament commentary, the IVP commentary, uh, the Bible Speaks Today New Testament, uh, the Anchor Yale Bible Dictionary, the New American Commentary Series, all really fantastic resources. With the uh, SDA Gold plus the Standard Gold, instead of 76 a month for 20 months, you're gonna pay 87 a month for 20 months. $11 more a month for another 13 thousand dollar package um, uh, about thirteen thousand in resources in addition if you went up to the platinum which is the next step up from gold you did sda gold standard platinum you're going to pay 88 dollars a month for 24 months so for just a few dollars more you're getting a whole lot more library wise we've got all this on the order forms and after gabe is finished we'll be happy to talk with you about new packages or if you've already got logos we're going to look you up and find your pricing which is going to be a whole lot less to build on to what you've got right now and I will just say, uh, to reiterate what Gabe said, the libraries are crucial. All these features are fantastic. If you don't have a quality library behind it, those results are not gonna be really full. The better the library you have, the better your results are. And sometimes people say, well, I don't really want all those resources. I'm not gonna use all those resources. In Logos, you will. Uh, if you're used to writing sermons using print books, you know, you sit at your desk and you have a couple Bibles open, a couple commentaries, a dictionary or two, and that's all you're drawing your information from. If you're like me, when I was pastoring anybody else, you've also got a couple hundred, maybe a couple thousand books on the bookshelves around you, and they're just sitting there unused while you're writing your message. With Logos, all those books are in your system, and they're all being used because those features that Gabe showed you, they're gonna go search all your books, and they're gonna find the information you need. So you might have a book in your library, you've never read it, you'd never open it, you're totally uninterested, but there's a nugget of wisdom that's gonna help in one of your messages the software is gonna find it for you. That's why you really want a quality library. So talk to us afterward and we'll find the right one for you.